right, I, I don't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is AJ Hefner. We're coming at you with Season 5, Episode 33, The Flatwoods Fiend. AJ and I will be rating cryptids from granny looking to mmm fuckable today. So find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I actually do have a note at the beginning of this to talk about, like, what are the sexiest cryptids? Oh, baby. Because it's the first episode of Spooktober. Yeah, it's a week early. Shut the fuck up. But. It's the first episode it of Spooktober. Works. It works, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the September twenties, so yeah. I, I think it's fine. It's Spooktober adjacent, yeah. so yeah. I, I want to talk about uh, cryptid. I also know that uh, Mini D on uh, Patreon loves these episodes. Yeah, yeah. He's he a requested slut these. them, requested this because he he just like. His pecker gets really hard yeah. when we talk about like cryptids and it shit. It does. It really does. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, How also, oh, yeah, yeah. for those of you that are listening, if you're a Patreon subscriber, we released an exclusive this week um, finishing up the tale of the latter day syndicate. I couldn't think of the word. Something like that. It's a, it's a day. And, um, well, we so, also yeah. finished up those disgusting vodka sodas. Oh, yeah, so. we did. So, if you're intrigued, Go subscribe on Patreon. Check it out. We'll give you a free episode. Well, not a free episode. We'll give you an episode every month, an extra one, if you're a Patreon subscriber. So, yeah, yeah. check that shit out. And so, yeah, that's out. We kept to the promise before the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> got two episodes close. may have been all basically two months apart. But we still got it in September. We still got it. Technically one a month. We got it in minimum. Sp- we got it in Spooktember, not Spooktober. Spook- Spooktember, yeah. The next one's in Sp- Spooktober. 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 I clinked my front tooth on my bottom teeth Ooh. when I said that. Ugh. I, I have a little bit of an overbite. So, I have an under. I'm like a fucking ogre. <laughs> oh, so how was uh how was your your clinical this weekend oh my How'd that God. go man i was in i was in the er or as it's called nowadays the ed the ed which is fantastic and uh it was great the bathroom had a to tell you if it was locked or unlocked it said poop alone or poop with friends <laughs> really yeah there was just a, oh, like a, somebody took a label maker always poop with friends. dude it was so slow it was so slow the last time i had a clinical the person who was in the ER, I was up on a different unit, got, like, a, the dude getting his dick cut or bit off and, like, all it's sorts of shit. And mine was just, like, key. chest pain. I have anxiety. Kick your feet up. There was one person whose panis was... They were retaining so much water that their panis made it down to their knees. Google panis, if you don't know what that is. Ouch. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I, I witnessed somebody piss... Uh, 2,800 milliliters, or 2.8 liters of fluid in Damn. like an hour and a half. That is that was a really lot cool. of Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty pretty decent. Um, but really, it was just kind of... Low-key. Low-key. Got some IVs. 
Just a regular day at the office. Easy peasy. Like half of the people we discharged in like an hour. Oh, damn. They're like, oh, the results came back. Nothing's happening. Get out of here. <laughs> Free up the space. Go. Yeah, well, no, we had plenty of space. It was empty. Free up all of our empty space. It get was, the fuck out. Get out of here so I can sit down and not yeah, do anything. That's fair. Uh, it wasn't nice. bad, though. It was still a really good experience, cool. like, seeing the process and all that shit. You do anything fun this week? Uh, went to Salt Lake Fan X. I can't call it Comic-Con because they got sued for calling it Comic-Con. So it's it, Fan X, yeah, uh, because Comic-Con is uh, exclusive to, like, a handful of those conventions in, like, I think it's... San Diego, New York. I don't know if Seattle can call it like Comic Con. Is it like a company name? Or... Yeah, because yeah, uh, oh. Salt Lake used to call it that, and then the actual Comic-Con actual Comic Con was like, mm. "You're not of us, so fuck off." And so they're like, oh, "Okay, well, never mind." So now it's Fan X. Um, it was. It's kind of cool. Like, uh, I'd like to take you and your wife there. We there's a bunch of weird, wild shit, but uh, my. My girlfriend collects swords, so if if you're into anime and swords, um, she got Sasuke's from Naruto, and she got Rengoku's from, or wait, maybe? I think Rengoku from uh, Demon Slayer. So. She's going to destroy you for that. Good thing she doesn't listen. No, I'm pretty sure that's right, because she was hyped up about it. But, cool. Uh, yeah, we went to, like five different sword booths and because she's such a, a geek with it she'd like would walk up and we would be like a good hundred feet away from the booth and she'd be like no we'll skip that one i'm like why she's like those ones are wooden and i'm like how the fuck can you tell from here because they're she's trash like, she's like i just i just know she's got a sense i was for like it. okay echolocation um, but yeah uh the guys that we went to she was like oh can i get this one and the guy goes yeah for sure uh give me just a second and he was selling one to somebody else and I overhear him go, oh, yeah, like, I mean, these ones are like the forged ones. The working swords are like 250. These ones over here that are just uh, display, like, right? display metal ones, those are 80. Two for 100, though, if you're interested. So I nudge her, and I was like, hey, he just said two for 100 for those ones. She's like, no fucking way. And so he walks up to her. He's like, which one do you want? I, uh, she tells him, and I go, hey, real quick, did you just tell him that those are two for 100? And he's like. Yeah, I mean it's twenty fucking dollars more. Yeah, you get another well. one. She was like, "Oh my god!" And she's geeking out, and he's just like, "Fuck yeah!" What one do you want? Which do you want? Let's Every get into it. Everybody there is really, really cool. My favorite thing is um, going to like the art booths and just speaking with the the artists themselves and just kind of just chatting with them, being like, "Yeah, this is I love your fucking work." Like. What mediums do you use? What about this? And people there are all so cool about shit. Your payment is this conversation because I don't have any money. No, I'm just I, kidding. I bought some. I bought, I know, I I saw bought a it. couple it things. They're pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good time. Tickets are always cheap, so if there's one close by you, uh, definitely try to go. Because I mean, just seeing people in like. Everybody there is really welcoming. It's it's interesting. Like you would think that you'd go to one of these places and it would just be a bunch of posh wee bitches, but everybody is like everyone's dressed up. Everybody's geeking the fuck out over everything and 
it's just kind of this cool atmosphere where everyone's just they're like yeah we're all fucking losers and <laughs> we get along so it's it's a fun atmosphere like you see somebody with like a really cool cosplay or costume and you're like oh yeah that they're like that's my shit. It's it's it's, it's a fun atmosphere. Well, so. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed your last one, because yeah. this is a TwitchCon family. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Is yeah. it now? Your only TwitchCon yeah. and VidCon, the two places, the two cons that have the most amount of grooming happen. Oh, delightful! A YouTube <laughs> con. Yeah. Oh, I, YouTube, I remember. YouTube Instagram con. Uh, An Adam I, uh, Levine con. Ugh. There was a. A YouTube channel I watch, and they went to VidCon once just because their corporate overlords were like, you're going. Yeah. And they said it was the most uncomfortable thing. It was like 20 of a bunch of 22-year-old like content creators surrounded by like 14-year-old <sighs> female so fans. Weird. And they got such a gross feeling. And also the furries got kicked out. And, I feel like oh. that's how it would be being like... Imagine being in the late 90s, you're like 21 years old, and you're in a fucking really popular boy band. and Or you're in Korea in a boy band, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, currently. Uh, but it's just like anywhere you go, it's like your fan base is underage, y- underage girls. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to call them women. Yeah. This is like These fucking are girls. 8 to 14 <laughs> It's the 90s. They got those bracelets. Uh, and it's just weird. It's like. They it's got the beads in the hair. It's a fucking place to be. Those? Yeah, yeah. It's just weird, man. God, 90s fashion was Fuck horrible. That. Yeah. No, 90s were great. No, they weren't. Yeah, Anybody so who says that is just a nostalgic so bastard <laughs> who's avoiding their own depression. <laughs> yeah, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be uh, so good back then when my mother ruled the house with an iron fist. Yeah, right. Dude, no, I saw a post today that was, uh, it was like, you remember the, uh, the day of school before the holiday break for Christmas mm-hmm. and they're showing like all like the crafts and shit and like the stupid little concert that they would do or like the assemblies. And it was just, I was like, damn, like I remember yeah. that. Those are the best fucking days in elementary Dude, school. I remember when it would snow yeah. and this is a. Old people complaining. Yeah, because nobody snows anymore. But I remember the snow snow when it would snow on uh, Halloween when you're going out trick or treating. Mm -hmm. And I remember when it would snow through most of November. And now we, like last year, I think it snowed like twice, I swear. It like dumps. It it stuck like twice. Yeah. It like snows a shit ton and then for one day and then it doesn't ever again. Yeah. God. (sighs) Or it'll snow, but it it'll be too hot to actually stick, and it'll just melt. Good old water so table is so fucked every year. It's so fucked. It is getting uh, so much worse. Yeah. I was originally wanting to put in like a, a hand dug well in the backyard here, and the aquifer is so deep that you cannot do it by hand. Really? Because you have to install pumps. Like in line, lower. Because there's only you know there's a it has limit. Goes so far down. Yeah, so that's not viable by hand, which yeah. sucks. But nope. I mean, it could be anything's viable by hand if you try hard enough. AJ. I don't have thirty years to put this in. <laughs> yeah, sure like we're do. gonna be out of water in two years. Like 
As long, because right. people aren't praying enough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if everyone would pray just a little bit more often. Sweet. So now you just got two old dudes talking about Comic Con, uh, uh, the '90s, and how shitty the yeah, world is today. The water table. And the water solving table. all the oh, all the world's problems today. These are some real pressure points. Mmm. Ooh. Oh my God! He said the name of the show. That's why they call it that. And that's a wrap. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. So cryptids. Cryptids. So, who? I and I need you to defend your statement. What is the sexiest cryptid? I don't know. I don't know any fucking cryptids. Yeah, you other do. Than what the the Men in Black? They're not a cryptid. Oh, then I know the. Uh, I mean, they could be considered, but I don't. What? What's the one? The fucking White Walkers? I don't. Pale Walkers. Pale Walkers. There's the the ones that we did the episode on, where it's the Pale Walkers and the Pale Crawlers. Pale Crawlers, definitely There's the Bigfoot. sexiest so far. Well, they got the sexy legs. Those legs go all the way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way to the head. Yeah. Uh, there's Bigfoot slash Rock Ape. Okay. Which Bigfoot, you know, big dicks, so... Besides the fact that they stink, apparently. Plus, it's a lot of pubes to dig through. Yeah. But they got that, that fucking ape dick. Tear you <laughs> oh up. God. Um, Trying to see what we could get away with without it being bestiality. No. You know, so it's like, what are the humanoid cryptids? Uh, I guess you could consider, like, UFO shit cryptids, right? So, like, the, the little greys. With no genitals, <laughs> not sexy. I'm gonna put that in the book right now. Uh, that's not sexy. granny looking. Yeah, that's, not, that's not bottom into of that. the list. Uh, chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know any. Yeah, that's like, a devil uh, dog. Is the is the Loch Ness monster? Cryptid? Yes. Then the Loch Ness monster's way up there. Yeah, with yeah. that neck. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you can just and the humps. Fucking wiggle into his little Loch Ness pond. Ooh, good. Up. I'm trying to think now that Testi- testicles out, man. Oh yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other cryptids, but of course now I can't. Like I've been looking at them. Oh, there was one story of a, well, a couple stories from Vietnam, of a some hot Viet- little Vietnamese cryptids. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Vietnamese, no, like a bat woman. Oh, so like so... a leathery black woman oh. who can fly. Okay, all right. Over the troops, wings slightly furry, but body leathery. How often does she oil up that leather, though? Because if this, if we're talking old crackly she's... leather no, no, couch, no. she's oiled up. Oh, she's oiled. She's the fuck slick. Up. <laughs> you you know she's flying over you because she drips. Yeah, and and it's just from the of, oil. A little bit of splatter. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Really, my favorite one is uh, the one, you know, most wanna fuck top of the list. The mm, mm. fuckable. That's Femboy Mothman. Femboy Mothman. Damn. Which, if you're an artist, contact me. Yeah, I will pay up. you $30 <laughs> for to, Femboy Mothman. To paint, draw, or cre- otherwise create Femboy Mothman. Duly noted. Will you take that out of my rent? It has to be good. <laughs> <laughs> right, never mind. So, yeah, I'm going to be talking about what what the fuck, what, what, what was the title of this episode? The Flatwoods Fiend. There we go, because we're talking about the Flatwoods Monster. 
which Flatwoods Fiend is way better, but people didn't know about alliteration in 1952. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it was really tough not being educated at all. <laughs> yeah. In rural West Virginia where this happened. Oh, God. Yeah, so if you know anything about, you know, cryptids like this, West Virginia is a hot spot for it. That's where Mothman is, you know, Point it's Pleasant. Appalachians, man. Well, I crazy, think it's West Virginia. Crazy shit yeah. goes on in those mountains. They're, they got access to the Mammoth Cave System, the largest cave system, as far as we know, I, I think it's in the United States. They have some larger ones in South America. Damn. Uh, that, that's that's some, where goblin sightings are some pretty fucking found. large cave systems under France and in Ukraine as well. The, the what is it, the crypts and shit in that France? Are under, yeah, but Ukraine, Paris. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a huge one in Ukraine that I actually want to do an episode. A crypt, or just a cave system? Uh, I think it's like the crypts, like below Paris. It's, oh, a catacomb. It's a, catacomb. Yeah. Sorry, I can't think of words. It's. I thought you were. I thought you were making a, a joke about all the buried Jews from World no, War Two no, buried like, in Ukraine. Like. In all honesty, they have a huge catacomb system. I had no idea. Uh, I don't remember exactly where it is, but it is in Ukraine. So it's under the the, the uh, it's under Chernobyl. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> it's Jesus. where they got a fucking demons see if I can't and shit. Find what it's called. So yeah, Ap- Appalachia, Appalachia. I've heard Appalachia, but not from people who would know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, oh yeah yeah. So you're, oh, you're, you're the, raising the finger. I'm probably going to fuck it up, but it's the Odessa Catacombs. Oh, okay. O-D-E-S-A. Uh, yeah. Under the city of Odessa and its outskirts. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Apparently it's bigger than the ones in fucking Paris. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There are a bunch of wild stories for that one, so I've wanted, okay, yeah. I've Please wanted to do touch an on that one. That's a good Spooktober episode. Could this be a sneak peek? Probably not. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. see. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> I got past my note that says talk about sexy cryptids, so that's good. Okay, so I told you this story. I'm going to rehash it for the podcast, of course, because that's why we're here. Yeah. Growing up in the bathroom, my family had, a, you know, the communal shitting book. <laughs> Some people had just shampoo bottles. We were lucky. My parents put a book in there. One book. One book, and it was about cryptids and, like, UFOs and shit. And it very much sparked some of my early interest in the subject. Because little AJ spent a lot of time oh, yeah. in the bathroom. Still does. Little AJ. Still, quite honestly, a all lot. Current AJ, which is still little well, AJ. Yeah, little AJ. Little yeah. AJ. Little AJ. Uh, Shits a lot. lot. Little AJ time. might be getting Crohn's disease. <laughs> God. Um, based on my family history, it's very likely. But yeah, so I, I read this book a lot. And there was one, they had all these illustrations in it, and there was one illustration that scared the piss out of me. The little pee-pee out. Oh, yeah. Like, it terrified me. Like, I would look at the picture, my heart would start beating. Oof. And I would, like, slam the book closed, and I would be paranoid for the next hour. Jesus. Like, it was a serious thing. I certainly don't have any kind of anxiety, though. Um... (laughs) And the picture was of the Flatwoods Monster, and if you... Is that the... So this is the one that you showed me the picture yeah. of? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I, I've already got the... The image. The image. So the image for this episode is the drawing from the book. 
and All it right. looks fucked up. It's spooky. still like it's still. I'm like, ugh. I've still got this like psychological, you know, instinctual response from it just because <laughs> it's ingrained in me. Like it got to the point where I'd read through the entire book, and then when I got to that page, I would skip it. And then just keep going. <laughs> just it just had a folded corner, <laughs> so that it, when you were that would have been so much it, easier. You just turn two pages instead. Uh, of What's just my one. problem? No, I I could recognize the look at of it through the page, like because it was the only one that was that big and that dark, <laughs> and I knew the page number. It would have made more sense just to fold the corner. Yeah, but. You fold two pages. Now Hold the that, corners and keeps them together. Boom. Skip yeah, it. you you should have. Uh, if they discover time travel, go back in time and no. tell me that. Because then we'd have to figure out another episode for this week. You're right. <laughs> no, it would change everything. I'd be a multimillionaire by now. Yeah, right. If I just got past that. So. If I hadn't have been so fucking focused on cryptids while I was shitting. Yeah, I should have been focused on crypto. <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, going to be in the tagline for the episode. The, yeah, that has to be. Fuck crypto, focus on cryptids. No, nah, the other way. Fuck cryptids, focus on crypto. because no, then that pushes viewers away from us. Oh. Crypt, cryptids, not crypto. There we go. Yeah, there That's go. a shirt. Yeah. It's got a Bitcoin like on it. it. Yeah. Cryptid. Cryptids, Fine. not crypto. Perfect. All right. So September 12th, which was very close. So, yeah, I didn't really know this story until doing these notes because I never looked it up because I didn't think about it. It just popped into my mind a couple days ago. Weirdly enough, it was during September. In 1952, September 12th, at about 7.15 p.m., outside of the town of Flatwoods, they had a population of, like, 300. Like, this is rural... And this is 70s hillbilly. rural, too, so it's even, 50s. Oh, 50s. So even fucking old, oh, like... Oh, yeah. This is rural as shit. This is, like... Korea is happening, like the Korean War, oh. and McCarthy is going after communists. Grand. Oh, yeah. Fantastic it's a, it's time. time. And we start the story with Edward and Fred May. They were brothers, uh, 13 and I think 12 years old. Fredward. Fredward. <laughs> yes. Eddie and Freddie. Yeah. God. Ed and Fred. Yeah, and they, they were playing outside with a friend named who was 10 years old named Tommy Heyer. And, you know, it's 7 p.m. You're living in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah, nobody has a car because it's the 1950s. It's all yeah. still horse-drawn carriages in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. It, it stays like that till the 70s, actually. They would it's just run mi- old mining carts around. <laughs> yeah, they just had fucking yeah, railroad sta- it was tracks like a, It was like a gondola system, but with mining carts. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Little tramways. And they're they're playing outside, you know, doing who the fuck knows what. And they see in the sky a bright object, and it shoots through the sky, stops, and it looks like it's landing down at, oh, old man Greg's farm. I don't remember his name. I didn't write it down. Probably old man Greg. Yeah. Landed at the farm, and they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, you know, they the the concept of, like, modern Air Force was less than 10 years old, mm-hmm. essentially. Like... Yeah. It, nowadays, if I saw a bright light shoot through the sky, I'd be like, okay, that's, we live next to an Air Force base. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, that makes sense. But they were shocked by it, and they ran to the nearest house, which was the owner, or the owner's name was Kathleen. Oh, it's their mother, I think. Kathleen May. They ran <laughs> to their house, 
I didn't know that. Why the fuck was that article written like that? Maybe it's a uh, the article I was. It was <laughs> just a, another May. <laughs> yeah, it's a town. different, just unrelated. No, okay, so this is they, the Appalachians. There's a good chance that this is like a fucking sixth cousin. Yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah, removed. there is. They're all just everybody in town's <laughs> they're last all, name is May. They're all definitely related. Yeah, this is fucking West Virginia man. So they they go to Kathleen May's house, which that's just how I had it written. I think it's their house. That's so weird that the article, like, it was a news article, and it, okay, weird. <laughs> That's really fucking weird now that I'm thinking about it, but they they go to their mother, I, I'm assuming, and Sister, say, Aunt, Mother May. Yeah. They say, hey, we just saw this weird fucking thing shoot through the sky and, like, land. What if it's one of them communists that I've been hearing about on the radio? <laughs> because we all know communists shine bright when they're flying. Yeah, everybody knows that. So Kathleen's like, okay, let's go look. Like, let's go see what's going on. So she, the three kids, two other kids from the town who were just, like, hanging out nearby. Like, like, what's, all the, a... what's all the commotion? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... A fucking episode of Stranger Things. I swear to God, like it's just so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I love like it. how everyone's like, "Oh, small town." Oh, Martha, what you up to? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how how it was. Like we're on an adventure to go catch some commies. <laughs> you wanna join? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I'll grab my, yep. my I'll grab my double barrel. <laughs> just, and my, we haven't and even my hunting, we haven't introduced that character yet. Wait. <laughs> and my hunting dog buck. There was a dog. Of course, there was. It was one of the one of the two new kids whose name was Neil Hunley. That I might I might have written that wrong. <laughs> and Ronnie Shaver. <laughs> Ronnie Shaver. So they're they're <laughs> getting out and they're like, okay, where? Let's go. So, these are like it feels like this is written by someone in the UK that knows about names in <laughs> the US and is like. Ron Shaver. <laughs> yes. Just... Unfortunately, these names are verified, which sucks. Which makes no. It it's even fantastic because it's so stupid. Yeah. It's great. Just this next guy. Def- it sounds like that even more. He's out and about. They get him because they need you know a tough, strong man Devin, to go help them. Devin Man Son. <laughs> There's a dash in his Hugh last name. Man. <laughs> son. Human son. No, uh, he's a. The local National Guardsman. He's 17 years old, basically just waiting to turn 18 to go into the military, to go to Korea oh, and get killed, oh, I'm God. sure. And they get this guy because he has a and working flashlight. And he sports a switchblade. And his name is Eugene Lemon. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Isn't it great? Eugene Lemon. Yeah, and this whole group go to check it out. They're like, all right, bring us back to where you were playing. They go back, and they're like, okay... Where did you see the light? There's kind of this hill over there. You know, kind of on the other side of the road, kind of down into the into the trees, and then there's the farm. Okay. So you, you get a, you're building a, a, I was going to say a verbal map. <laughs> you're building a conceptual map yeah. in your brain, right? Yep. Okay. So, also, this is 1952. Do you know what flashlights looked like in 1952? Yeah, they're basically like if you were to take the headlight out of a car and put a stick on it. Yeah, and dim it by 50%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's exactly it. They fucking sucked. But 
They go up to the hill. It has just a little candle wick in there. Yeah. That you light. Yeah. Yeah. To use your flint and steel yeah. to spark it. <laughs> so the kids are like, yeah, we saw it over there. Let's go to the top of the hill and see if we can see anything, you know, kind of get a vantage point down into the glen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's scroll down. So they got to the hill and they're like, God damn, something stinks like shit. Because <laughs> they're, they're looking down and it's kind of foggy. Kind of, you know, misty. And Ed just goes, well, God damn, I'm not done shit in myself. (laughs) (laughs) He's Gomer Pyle. (laughs) Uh, And they see, kind of bounced off the trees and the plants and in the fog, kind of a red pulsing light. It's like, wah, 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 you know. It was was old man Greg just testing (laughs) his fucking one brake light. Yeah. Yeah, testing his tractor brake yeah, light. because his wife threw an axe at the other one when she found out that he was sleeping with one of the wild hogs. No, no, he was selling <laughs> all the moonshine so she couldn't have any. Um, so there's this red light going, stinky mist, which is fan- uh, just a great term. And they're, you know, Lemon is bringing the uh, flashlight around and he points it at this thing that they see kind of down the hill. <laughs> Three feet away, because that's how far Three the visibility away. goes yeah. with the flashlight. Now, it's towards the bottom of the hill, and they see a 10-foot-tall, kind of human-shaped figure. That thing's supposed to be 10 feet tall? That's 10 feet tall. Oh, I thought that I thought it was little. I thought no. it was like a little AJ-sized thing, cryptid. No. I didn't know it's it was huge. It's 10 feet that's tall. It's scarier. Damn. It's got the, the round face, which they said was blood red. You see the, the round face yeah, 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 on yeah. the inside? And it was blood red. The around the head was almost like a hood, but it was shaped like the Ace of Spades. The of Ace of Spades. Yeah, that's how that. This is that's what that song it's is based on. The origin of this of the song. Yeah, they said the eyes were like pits, and behind them were just like orange to green lights. It's behind the eyes. I hate to break it to them, but they're looking at a fucking stoplight. <laughs> they didn't have stoplights in West Virginia? The first stoplight in the town, and they're like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> oh, it sounds, it sounds and it like was red. Like, yeah. It was just a red stoplight that was blinking because it wasn't connected. Yeah, but it, it still was in had the, the orange and green. It was in the four-way stop mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And a dark-colored body, it's conflicted. Some people said it was black. Some people said it was dark green. Um, and it was kind of like, kind of cloth-like, almost like a pleated skirt. And it was floating off the ground and gliding towards them. Oh, hell yeah. And it, when the light hit it, it went like, <laughs> kind of almost like a hiss. Huh. As it's gliding towards them, and they do what anybody in 1952, when they don't have guns, would do. Anybody... Nowadays, they at least I would. taking pictures with their phone. I would fucking... No, they... <laughs> Lemon was startled, so he dropped the flashlight. God damn it, Eugene. I was like, God damn it, that, that was $50. And he, so he dropped the flashlight, screams, and the group ran. They fucking booked it back to Kathleen's house, and they were like... They got really, really nauseated, mm-hmm. like they were going to throw up. Yeah, because they were just in the town sewage system. That's what the smell was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where they, they the dump fucking, their sewage. Yeah, it's just a pipe. Yeah, just dumped. <laughs> that right, leaks out like, into old oh, man Greg's. Yeah, it's and a, when he needs to fertilize. It's fertilizer, it's yeah, right it's night soil. Yeah, and they so they ran back home and they called up the sheriff through the out. They're like, operator, operator, get the sheriff because it's 1952. You see? No, they just picked up the phone and it went straight to him. Sheriff, 
Sheriff, sheriff. There was only one other phone in town. Yeah, and it was, and the it was sheriff's. The sheriff's. And it was a fucking a can telephone. Yeah, it was a can on <laughs> it was a just string. Just a string, and he's right next door. Sheriff, sheriff. There's been a disturbance. Sorry, you must be going through a tunnel. Can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, call back later. <laughs> it's just the string. Um, <laughs> so they call the sheriff, and interestingly enough, the sheriff and the deputy were already out there because they had gotten multiple calls that night. That multiple people around Flatwoods saw an airplane crash. Oh. Like they saw a fucking jet or something, you know, crash down. And old Greg's fucking farm. Old man. Oh, they were, it was just around. Oh, okay. They're like, I looked up to the sky and this thing, this airplane just was like trajectory to the ground. Oh, I see. You know, or I saw these lights and it looked like it was fucking crashing into the ground. Like, same goddamn right, bro. It disappeared under, yeah. (laughs) It disappeared under the. Some kind of aerial screw is <laughs> flying in the air. Usually like these bird. things go up and away from the ground, but it was coming towards the ground. Yeah, that's pretty much multiple reporting. So they were already out kind of in the area, which I thought was really weird. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people who, you know, just shit on this because everybody does. Not every, you know. They, you'll always have people Me? who are like, yeah, who are just needlessly skeptical and don't just enjoy a good story. Mm-hmm who will just be like, it's not true because this, 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 and this. They're like, they just saw the airplane going down. <laughs> They're like, there wasn't an airplane reportedly yeah, dropping in this area. Wreckage or anything. Yeah, so they were out and about. They went to the area. They didn't see anything. They didn't smell anything. And then, well, it's I doubt they actually went to the area because they're cops. There's but. a thing that there is a chance that the airplane crashed. Because there was somebody that had a really piss poor shack built out of wood. And where the plane would have crashed the next day, this guy had phenomenal new metal plated siding on the side of his yeah. little shack. <laughs> on his little shack. His yeah. airplane shaped shack. <laughs> it had all the markings and everything. But, uh, yeah, Don. Yeah. <clears throat> so they didn't find the crash, they didn't see anything in that area down the hill. The next day, a reporter went out there because it very quickly got spread to the news. Mm -hmm. Like, two of them, the uh, Lemon and Kathleen, actually, at you know, a couple weeks later, were flown to like New York to be interviewed, and like, there was all sorts of weird shit. So this is like a big national. This became a really big story for like two months. (laughs) Damn, like it was huge. Nothing else was happening (laughs) in America in 1952 besides Korea, and they needed a distraction from Korea. Um, and this reporter went there and was like, oh, I found these strange parallel skid marks on the ground, and this isn't, like, an active road. And I found this weird gummy, I quote, gummy deposit on the ground. I'm like, what what is this? And then some kid later was like, I drove my truck out there because I heard about the story and I wanted to go see. So, I don't know what that gummy shit is, (laughs) But, yeah, they were probably tire marks. Do we know what the gummy shit no, was? not at all. Just fucking mud. That, that's the end of the gummy <laughs> shit oh. story. That's all they put in the newspaper. Huh. Interesting. They're like, huh, this ectoplasm, whatever the fuck. This is gross. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> Get this off the road. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, so it became really big news. The, the owner of the farmhouse was interviewed and... They had said that they lost their radio, like their radio went out for 45 minutes right around the time and their house shook. Huh. 
which that kind of, you know, there's an airplane flying low. Your house will shake. We get it all the time here because airplanes are always fucking flying but low. But you wouldn't lose radio signal, would Probably you? not, unless their radio signal was blocking yours, but uh, still probably not. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like, oh, nobody fucking lives out here. <laughs> Just test. Yeah. We'll test our anti-radio signal thing. Yeah. We'll do a fucking EMP out yeah. here just to see what happens. Right over this farmhouse. I'm sure nobody lives there. You just see somebody oh, this, out there. Like, this looks like an abandoned fucking town. Yeah, let's low fly over this shit and yeah. see what we can test. Uh, there were a handful of other stories that came in once it hit the news of like, oh, a week ago we saw something weird over there. And like the next week there's another monster that sounds very similar to this, but reptilian. Huh. <laughs> and I'm like... Anything, if it says reptilian, I immediately discount it. Really? I think it's complete bullshit. Just because it's kind of a cop-out description? Yeah, and if there were things, you know, like extraterrestrials, why the fuck would they be reptilian? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. That's a good point. But it's also, like, something that a lot of new age, I'm going to, in quotation marks, paranormal researchers really love talking about is fucking reptilians, and they're fucking crazy. Have like, you seen David Mark Icke. Zuckerberg? <laughs> <laughs> That's different. That's real. But, like, David Icke is a fucking hack. Tom DeSchlong is a fucking hack. Um, I, no? Yeah, yeah I, I know. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe, she had some good stuff early, but she's kind of kind of crazy now. Like, all these big researchers I'm not a huge fan of because it's like every researcher starts out sane with like one idea i had this experience or i had this thing and i'm gonna look this up to try to figure out what the fuck happened they just lose their mind and then 20 years later they've made no progress on their original goal and they're talking about blue avian aliens are the good ones and then there's reptilians and they're the bad ones and every uh they they we were on mars and then we were here and then the moon is a satellite like they always devolve into just just they lose the plot huh Every time. So in about it's crazy. So someone that's listening, just save this. Put it put this episode onto a USB drive, put it in a time capsule and set a timer for twenty years. And we'll come back and we'll see what AJ's doing episodes. I'm on. not a paranormal <laughs> investigator because there's no information out there. Like probably one of the few paranormal investigators who didn't go completely insane wrote the Mothman prophecies. Uh John Oliver Huntsman. Is it John? It's not John Greer. That's one of the modern guys. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, that guy. Yeah, John. He, he basically said towards the end of his career when he got older, he was like, I found nothing. I found no answers. The more I look into it, the more weird shit happens. So I know I'm just, there's no answer to this, and I give up. It's fair. And if you don't just say that, You'll go insane and try to chase everything, and then people start to believe everybody. Like, there are entire books that are like, whistleblower says this, and that whistleblower worked in MKUltra as a misinformation specialist. Or, like, shit like that where they're like, yeah. It just gets so out of hand with, like, misinformation and any any uh, news is fact kind of shit. Well, they're just like, I can trust this person because I've proven his identity in the CIA or in the government. So I can prove what they're saying. Let's just not talk about the fact that their career was in misinformation or counterintelligence. 
I and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? People are just taking like there. There's an ex-governor who talks. I think it was a governor or a congressman or something. He talks a lot about UFOs. Mm-hmm. He has no relations to anything UFO related. Like he wasn't involved in the U.S. Air Force. He wasn't involved in the Navy. He wasn't involved in anything that could have he any really semblance it. <laughs> to that. And he talks about it, and people take his word as gospel. Jesus. Uh, it's it's really crazy. This is really just an excuse for me to rant about no, modern good. paranormal investigators because they're you. bullshit. Because yeah. I've I've read so many stories about like the 70s and the 80s and investigators doing cool, like cool shit. Like one guy found that he he was able to alter this camera from a dream or something. I don't fucking remember what. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it, and he pointed at the mountain near his house and there was this weird beam going straight up. He's like, what the fuck is this? And he goes, he almost goes crazy. Like he starts having contact with the Navy, like verifiable members of the Navy. The fuck? He starts realizing people or thinking people are like going through his house, searching through his <laughs> things, searching through his garbage. Jesus. He starts seeing people like follow him. He's just slipping out of it. And he's starting to slip and then he finds out, like, tw- like he basically upends his life, quits researching it, moves away. And like, 20 years later, uh, a program gets declassified from the Cold War where there was a military base that was shooting a beam straight up because what it would do is really early satellites relied on basically infrared I guess like, like signals, signals from the planet. So there was one that was one Soviet um, satellite that would take pictures, uh-huh. and the way they worked because they didn't really you couldn't really control them from the air. So they would when it would fly over Russia, it would hit their signal and says point this direction. Oh, and I then see. it would fly over the militaries and it would say point away. So they would just get pictures back facing away from Earth. Oh, so they were sending the signal to block it. And like, that's the cool shit. This dude just basically created, figured out how to take out his IR blocker in his camera. Like, literally (laughs) all it was. Yeah. And he 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 was was taking IR camera. No. And he was being investigated by the Navy because it was their program. And he tried to publish it. Uh, He tried to publish the story. Like he went to the military nearby and was like, hey, I found this thing and it's near your buildings. Like. <laughs> and, and they're like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? In, uh, a magical camera? Oh. <laughs> and they totally like made him go insane, and they had to make sure he wasn't like a Russian spy Jesus. or something. Like, That's so funny. It was. I love shit like that, and you never get that nowadays. Nowadays, it's people trying to fuck trees yeah, and trying to shoot fireballs out of their yeasty crotches, and <laughs> as a reference to a very specific person. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just terrible. But to finish off the actual story, sorry for that no. fucking rant. Worth it, though. Ugh. It's important. I would love to be an actual paranormal researcher, but I, like, there's no good contacts and fucking nothing happens here. So yeah. I have to rely on internet sources, and those are bullshit. You Just can't trust anything. Dog shit, yeah. If you don't see it yourself, I, I can't trust it. So, all right. So the weird thing, there were a lot of UFO like sightings it's considered a flap so a flap of ufo sightings is just a whole bunch across like two to three days okay of just recordings across the united states 
Jesus. Right around this area. So like, okay, that's fucking weird. Uh, one guy who's... I absolutely love just people whose entire goal is to shit on everything and debunk everything. In the asshole kind of way. Like, there's healthy skepticism, always. Yeah. 100%. But when they are lead researcher of a skeptical society... And they make it their life work to just say, this is exactly why it's this, and this is my theory, and although I can't prove it, <laughs> although I have as much is. proof for my theory as you guys have for yours, <laughs> in fact, less, because they had multiple eyewitnesses, and I'm just one guy who thought this up, therefore, God. the entire story is debunked. <clears throat> I love that so much, because they're so, so, they're so cocky. Mm-hmm. But there's one guy who spent, like, five years coming up with this groundbreaking theory of what happened there was a meteor and that was the light okay and then they saw a barn owl flying at them and the wings up (laughs) made the back of the head shape and then uh i don't know why the eyes were orange green I would assume it has their and idea is that it's something with reflecting the flashlight. Maybe. It's probably what it was. And then the lower half of the body, which they clearly saw flying, floating towards well, them, like the was light. a shadow behind them. Oh. Behind the owl. Yeah. And the flashlight. It's a fact. From the shitty 1952 flashlight. Yeah. He's debunked. Debunked entirely. Yeah. Sorry. We're exactly just going to delete this episode. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's weird that there has been a conspiracy theory sparked from this that, I mean, a ton of people reported an airplane crashing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was that about? It, that's not even talked about in so many of these reports. And it was actually an airplane that flew down, landed. That's what the tire marks were. Yeah, landed. He dropped emptied off out his fucking tank. septic tank, yeah. and then he just fucking continued off. off. It was a VTOL. Yeah. No, there, there's some theories that there was, like... An experimental jet from a, a military base that crashed out He's there. He's like, oh yeah, West Virginia. That's what uh, we referred in the military as sewer town. Yeah, dead zone sewer town. <laughs> small, small peepeeville. EMP and shit here, and yeah. there's a map with a big circle around West yeah, Virginia. I, I can totally see a situation in 1952 where they're testing a new kind of jet. It yeah. crashes. And then they just go and exactly then they just when they clean that shit clean up. Clean that shit up. Yeah. Like, they never, the people in the town never actually found exactly where it crashed. But, yeah. I mean, you see with the picture, I could see somebody in like a Class C fully encapsulating hazmat suit. Yeah. Cleaning up jet oil, jet fuel. Yeah. Or something. Like, I, I could potentially see that they covered up a jet. Yeah, a, yeah, ten foot tall man. They make just well, they running were, straight at him down a hill, <laughs> and the hissing yeah. from an air tank. Yeah, or that makes sense. Yeah, and they just like shine the light down through the mist. He turned around, looked at them like, "Oh shit!" Starts walking towards them, and they're just panicking. Yeah, and I mean, this is also 1950s West Virginia. There's a good chance that no one in this town has ever seen a tv like yeah, yeah tvs are really fucking new at this point yeah but 100%. like the only thing that they really know for entertainment is books and radio shows mm-hmm. and radio shows are even for them brand fucking new because they don't have a radio tower within 100 miles of where they live so 
I could see it being that case. Like, they go to clean it up. Maybe the fucking gooey, whatever, gummy shit was a chemical that they had to use to clean up, like, the jet fuel. No, here, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Hazmat 101, there Mm -hmm. are two substances that are always carried to clean up chemical spills. Mm -hmm. Kitty litter and sawdust. I could totally see, like, a fuel source or an oil or something like that that they're cleaning up. They put a bunch of sawdust, and then you scoop it up and throw it in a tank. Yeah. Or something like that. So they saw the truck marks. That could be from, you know, a cleanup crew or something. And they just left a little bit or it dropped off the back of the truck yeah. and it's just fuel or oil with fuel mud and mixed with yeah mud sawdust. and sawdust yeah. that would be pretty gooey yeah <laughs> you know i mean it's that's just so wild about this time period is that for us it's hard to experience because we've seen basically the extent of everything possible through like YouTube shorts and fucking full movies, TV shows. You've read a bunch of shit. Like anything is imaginable. Carousel of images and videos. Yeah, and it's easy to dispute. Whereas back then, it's like these people don't even know how a fucking plane works. Yeah, like Like, there's a good chance they've never seen somebody in a hazmat suit. Yeah, and uh, they. It's just and like they don't even know that that would be a thing. Yeah, they could very easily just be yeah. like a dude in a hazmat suit because it kind of frames your face. Yeah. And you have a respirator on, so you don't see any other features but the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just see a fucking, a like, visor two, or, two yeah, fucking goggles. goggles and a big shiny thing where its mouth should be. And you're like, and then a hood around looks, it. That looks just like that thing that was in that spooky book I read or like the, what they described um, on the radio. They, they also say, on the the, radio. you know, there's like the weird skirt thing in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, and small claw-like hands. Well, you could could have been just, like, holding a bag and just yeah. turned around and be like, huh? <laughs> Shit. That, so, you know, I, yeah. I love the, the cryptid story and the myths that have yeah. sprung up about this. But due to the fact that there haven't been any sightings since. Yeah, it's the only I'm kind of like, mm, if mm. See, and if only you had read that entire story. You could have formulated that opinion when you were a kid, and this wouldn't have scared you as much. No, that book was heavily biased. That book was everything's 100% real, and they're (laughs) underneath your bed right now. It was terrifying. I don't know why I fucking read that so Uh, much. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's because your parents were like, you spend too much fucking time in the bathroom. The only way to get him out of there is if he shits himself quick. (laughs) And they just put the scariest book in there. Little did they know, it extended your stay because you just keep reading yeah. it. But, you know, nowadays, this, like, uh, there's been a resurgence of tourism around the Flatwoods Monster. Huh. Because, you know, there, there's the uh, somewhat nearby, but also 14 years past this event, was the Mothman sighting with the bridge and, like, all that oh, shit. Okay. And all that lore and shit that happened. So they kind of were like... Well, there was actually a, I think it was a glass factory or something local. And it was like, we're going out of business because nobody fucking lives here. Who's buying glass? What the fuck are we doing? So they started making like little figures or something about the Flatwoods Monster. And it just became a huge tourist industry in the town. It's fair. Yeah. And I fucking love the whole towns 
who their entire identity is just a cryptid that somebody's seen once. Just Especially spooky. the super unique ones like this. Yeah. Where it's like nothing like this has ever been reported anywhere else. Yeah, it's not like it's not like everybody. It's not like Bigfoot. It's not like a town based around Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, because Bigfoot, you can make an argument because there have been so many people, so many sightings forever, you know, like you can make an argument of some type of something, you know. Yeah. But with this, you're like, Nothing else happened. So I'm going to end this with, this is 100% true and really happened. <laughs> Even though you and just it's not about, it. and it has nothing to do with a jet experiment <laughs> that was covered up. Or a also, a 1950s hazmat suit. Yeah. I also want to say that uh, during this time period, the CIA was also developing an Air Force. Oh. Because they were dropping. I mean, this is this is the start of Dude, big CIA, CIA ops. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was. Like, in Korea, I remember watching mash and a bomb falls in their camp and they're trying to figure out how to defuse it uh -huh. and they're calling like the military they're calling the air force they're just being passed around to everybody and finally somebody in the air force was like go get the serial number off the internal panel so they're like gingerly they can hear a ticking they're like gingerly opening the panel and they get the number and they're like it's not ours they call the koreans who say it's not ours and it's not the North Koreans? Oh, like, who, who, whose bomb is it? Yeah, and it ends up being uh, a fucking intelligence officer arrives to the camp, who's a recurring character uh -huh. who shows up every like, couple times a season, and he just shows up and he's like, "That's the CIA's. You better call them." So they they're trying to call the CIA Jesus. to say this is in the middle of a medical camp. We have people we can't move, like, yeah. What the fuck? What do we <laughs> How do? do we diffuse this? So they finally get through. Like, it's the entire episode. They finally get through, and they're like, uh, you basically have to, like, if you fuck this up, it's just going to go off, but you have to, like, gingerly remove this panel and cut this wire and, you know, do the, yeah. the whole rigmarole. And they they have the the best surgeon do it, who's the main character. Good old Hawkeye Pierce, you know. And they're like, you have the the steadiest hands, and every all the doctors are like shaking oh, their hands. shaking, and they're just terrified. He's like, you got the best hands, the steadiest hands, so you have to do it. So he's going through gingerly doing it, cuts the wire, the ticking stops, and it detonates, but it just blows out a bunch of flyers that basically say your wife's cheating on you in in Korean. It's a it's a fucking CIA bomb <laughs> full of flyers, which they did. This Jesus. is when all that like shit happened. That type of propaganda. I mean, they had it in World War Two. They had it in World War One. But this is the first time the CIA was dropping bombs yeah. with their own airplanes. God damn. To fucking... It's fantastic. So, I just love that shit. I blame the CIA. Always. It, I, my, safe, oh, I, I should blame. probably say, where was I going with that whole thing? You're good. It was definitely a CIA jet. It's always Because CIA. the Air Force didn't say it was theirs, and they're yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> they're just stupid honest. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Flatwoods Monster, yeah. uh, Cryptid. Spooky. Uh, this is the, the pre, the pre-cum of Spooktober. Yeah, this is the, the little wiggle, the wiggle of the start of a boner of Spooktober. Yeah. It's the tingle. <laughs> yeah, it's a little ball tingle you get. All right, well, you got Patreon pulled nope. up? You should. Oh, I do. All right, you do it. Can you read it from me? Nope. Here? Okay, that's okay. Patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. You get the bonus episodes. You get one second. You get a whole bunch of like extra shit. Um, but I'm tired, so let's let's wrap this up. Yeah. 
we've got the board, of course. They make all the decisions, so if you don't like something, you can go after them. Uh, Mini D, Nordic Thunder, and Toddle Waddle. Thank you guys so much for, you know, keeping the lights on, letting us keep doing this. And, you know, thanks everybody. Like, it's not just them. But they're definitely making the decisions. They're calling the shots. Yeah, they're forcing us to do the episodes we do. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Haley, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Laura Revo. Thank you guys so much. I and, appreciate you, know, you guys. Do you, you usually do a thing at the end? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and as always, <clears throat> if you guys ever have any show ideas or like, hey, check out this weird fucking movie or TV show or read this book, check out this article, whatever, anything you can find that you want to suggest to us, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure, and we will catch you guys next Monday.